0: Welcome to the Women Governance Gurus podcast, where we listen to the journeys of women working in the field of corporate governance, their passions, struggles, and commitment to improving how companies and boards function. My name is Liz Dunchy, and my co-host is Courtney Camlett.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Courtney and I are both passionate about governance and want to spotlight some of the amazing women who share that passion. Hear what has surprised them over their career and various perspectives from different paths and industries. For this episode, we're excited to be talking with Danette Smith, Secretary to the Board and Senior Deputy General General Counsel at United Health Group. Welcome, Danette.
2: Thank you so very much for in, inviting me to join you. I'm
0: really happy to be here. Thank you. We're happy to have you. Um, so, just to start off, could you tell us a little bit about your path to becoming Secretary to the Board and Senior Deputy General Counsel at United Health Group?
2: Um, yes, I'd be happy to, um, but I should start with the standard disclaimer that the views expressed here are my own and should not be attributed further. Of
0: course. Um, with Thank
2: that, you. yep, here's a quick synopsis of my background and the key activities I think directly prepared me for becoming Secretary to the Board at United Health Group. I started out my career as a corporate lawyer specializing in securities law, compliance and mergers and acquisition counsel at a big New York law firm and then in 1998 moved to Dorsey in Minneapolis eventually becoming a partner at the Dorsey firm. United Health Group was one of my clients for whom I did a lot of work. An opening in the legal department became available when I was on maternity leave with my son, so instead of going back to Dorsey, I joined United Health Group in June of 2004. At that time, the company was much smaller and the legal group had a lot fewer people. When I started, I had responsibility for M&A and securities law support. Eventually, I also started helping the general counsel with board-related support. This was in 2004 to 2005, so the field of corporate governance was much earlier stage. In the 2005 to 2006 timeframe, ISS had a different corporate governance ranking system and it ranked United Health Group very low. We were in the bottom decile for corporate governance as measured by ISS. Hmm. This raised questions in my mind about whether it was a fair rating. I did my own comparison of the company's practices and picked the Fortune 25 as a good comparator group. No one asked me to do it. I just did it because I was curious. We weren't in the Fortune 25 at that time, but I thought it was a manageable number of companies who likely had strong governance practices, and use of that group as a comparator would be easily defensible. My work showed that we were in the bottom decile because we deserved to be there. Ultimately, that work formed the basis of a plan that allowed the company to move quickly to make changes to vastly improve its governance processes and thereby increase its score. Then when the board made the decision to separate the secretary position from the general counsel chief legal officer position, I was well-suited to serve in the secretary role. I expressed interest, the company conducted a limited search to consider other candidates, and I was awarded the role. I think there were two attributes there that are useful to understand. First, I was curious. I saw a need or a gap and took the initiative to undertake the research and communicate the results. Second, I was awarded my role because I asked for it. I will never know if it would have been offered to me had I not expressed an interest. Once awarded the role, I found a couple of mentors at other companies. I'm not sure they knew or even know today that they were my mentors and are my mentors, but their support and guidance has been invaluable throughout the years. So you sort of helped create your role there. Um, I don't know that I created it, but um, but or I think the work. Need. I think that the work that I did allowed people to see the value.
0: Yes. And what year was it that you became secretary?
2: Um, I believe that was October 2007. Okay. I'm really bad with
0: dates. (laughs) (laughs) A little over a decade ago. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's
1: really interesting. So has there been anything that has surprised you as you progressed through your
2: career? I'm not sure if it's a surprise, but I've really learned the importance of using data to reach decisions and drive change, and also how vitally important communication skills are. There's so much information available easily to us now. I'm probably dating myself, but access to data is much different now than at the beginning of my career when email didn't really exist. You went to the law library to find information, and communication was by phone, fax or overnight mail or even snail mail now we have an abundance of information available on a real-time basis learning how to analyze that information and synthesize it in a way that's meaningful to executives directors and shareholders is a differentiator it sounds obvious but i think what sets apart the most impactful and successful people that i know are their communication skills they're neither verbose nor, nor curt and are able to convey sophisticated and sometimes nuanced information in a clear, concise, balanced, and straightforward manner.
0: That's a good tip. There's so much information out there now that I think everybody's craving uh, interactions with anyone who can communicate what they need to know in a clear and concise way, especially when you're serving the board who you know all of the directors are so busy and have so much coming at them.
2: Exactly. They need to know what's relevant and they need to know it in a way that they can understand it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so from your experience, does the healthcare industry have different governance issues or areas of focus at the board level than what you might see in a different industry? Um, largely, I think governance
2: issues are largely the same across all industries. That being said, United Health Group's mission is to help people live healthier lives and to help the health system work better for everyone. During my entire 15-year career at United Health Group, the company has been focused on that mission and advancing ideas and solutions to achieve it. I would also note recently corporate culture has become, and rightly so, a focus area for shareholders across all companies. As a mission based company, United Health Group has been focused on developing and strengthening its culture in a deliberate and meaningful way for more than 10 years, so we're well positioned for those conversations. Finally, I'd say the healthcare industry is very complicated so the importance of director orientation programs and a mix of director tenures is maybe more important than it is for the average company if an average company exists. Mm -hmm. Um, I think getting up to speed on the business and issues is a big task and our board approaches that in a very deliberate fashion for new directors. I also think we have a good mix of directors with short, medium, and long terms.
1: Yeah, and director orientation is something that has gotten more focus over, I would say, the last five to seven years. Even from the board's perspective, they want more orientation. They want to know about the businesses. They want a deeper dive.
2: Exactly, and you do that through a mix of company materials, analyst reports, uh external views, um, it is definitely a process and a program. It's not a day's worth of meetings. I completely
1: agree. So you've participated at the national level in various governance industry organizations, including the Society for Corporate Governance to promote leadership. What additional perspectives have you gained from these experiences and how does that help you mentor other people like you have been mentored?
2: So I think participation in professional associations is invaluable, both for the networking opportunities and the knowledge learned, and I would highly encourage everyone to be involved. Um, I have had the privilege of being able to serve on the board of both the Society for Corporate Governance and as a corporate board member of the Council of Institutional Investors. Both organizations showed me the importance of relationships. Both have a commonality of interests. Each is interested in the long-term success of companies for the benefit of stakeholders, including investors and employees. Through these organizations, I learned a lot and met a number of wonderful people with multiple different perspectives, but all fundamentally sharing the same goal. I think it makes it much easier to connect with shareholders if you've already met them at various conferences, which both the Society for Corporate Governance and the Council of Institutional Investors um, are well attended by shareholders. And also the ability to do informal benchmarking with colleagues at other companies is invaluable these associations really provide great insight into what subject matters are top of mind and can help you again sift through information so that you're providing relevant information to your board Um, and uh, with respect to your question about um, mentoring other people i just think that the networking opportunities are invaluable and the people that I've met have been so nice and so willing to help. um, And I am more than happy to return the favor, um, asked or unasked in some instances.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, not to mention it just makes your work so much more enjoyable. At least that's what I've found, to have those connections and to be able to feel like other people understand the issues that you're dealing with and like you have the resources you need from other people in your positions to be able to call them up and ask what their advice is or what they've dealt with.
2: Absolutely. And it also either confirms for you that you're thinking about the issue exactly appropriately or gives you some other angles or options to consider to maybe broaden or adjust your viewpoint as the case may be. Right.
1: And also the benchmarking, even informally Mm -hmm. with another person, is just incredibly helpful.
2: The benchmarking is invaluable. And then you've got a quick and easy way to say, you know, yep, we're strong on this oh, interesting, maybe it's moving in a different way and we consider changing it. Or if you were me back in 2005, oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a thing. (laughs)
2: Exactly.
0: So, Danette, we'll go to our last question, which is one that we've been asking in every episode. And that is, what do you think women in the corporate governance field can add to our current conversation, which seems to keep continuing, on the societal role of companies?
2: Well, I think it's an important conversation, and I think we have a lot to add. Um, In general, I think women are a lot more EQ-savvy, so that's an important perspective that we can bring. I also think many of us have long believed that a company has many stakeholders, and the potential impact to employees, customers, and communities needs to be considered as part of a thorough decision-making process. Certainly in healthcare specifically, companies play a really important role in providing societal return to people and to communities. I also think that we have spent our entire adult life juggling competing priorities so we understand multiple constituencies and how to address them. So I think the current conversation about the role of companies is vital and one that women can bring a unique and valuable perspective to.
1: Yeah, and I have to add the the multitasking ability, I think, is very good for women
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Been doing it since you were in college, probably. (laughs) Sometimes even before. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Women Governance Gurus, and thanks, Danette, so much. This was really insightful.
2: It was my absolute pleasure. Thank you for thinking of me, and I very much appreciate the opportunity.
1: All the listeners out there, please subscribe on whatever platform you listen to podcasts and rate us. Have a happy holidays, everyone. Thanks. Thank you.